Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 914, for Saturday, January 6th, 2024. This is the BGG Page Views edition. As is typically the case, and as I've mentioned previously, this is often the high water mark of a year. For whatever reason, right at the end of the year, I don't know. I don't know if there's like some kind of adjustment on the site that's maybe in the around the first day of the year. I know that's true when it comes to the ratings. I never thought it was true with regard to the page views, though. But it's always really high this first week, and so that's no exception this time around. Almost every game, checking, every game but one, has gained views from last week. And often, a lot. Starting off going down one to number 20, Cascadia by Randy Flynn, published by Flatout Games, with 19,579 views. That's a gain of 2,293, or 13% from last week, but it loses a position. See? So, uh, the typical gain is more in the 23 to 35% range. So, 13% is actually almost a decline. That is more than 3,000 better than last week's number 20, and even about 900 more than the mark of two weeks ago, which was a previous high over the last several years. This is the second most views we've seen for number 20, going all the way back to January 6th of 2018, six years ago, when uh, that was a week that Gloomhaven set the mark for most views for number one. Moving back up two to 19, Lost Ruins of Arnak by Min and Elvin, published by Czech Games Edition with 20,930, 1,300 more than Cascadia, and a gain of 30%. Down one to 18, Root by Cole Whirling, published by Leader Games with 21,118, a little less than 200 more than Arnak, and a gain of 19%. So, that's on the low end, so it loses a position. I take it back. There are two games that lost rating. Here's one of them, from 2 to 17, El Grande, by Wolfgang Kramer and Richard Ulrich, published by Hansem Gluck, with 21,590. About 500 more than Root, a decline of 41%. After a seven-position climb last week, up four more to 16, Everdell by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games, with 21,760. 170 more than El Grande, a gain of 32%. After two weeks at number 16, up 1 to 15, Earth, by Maxime Tardif, published by Inside Up Games, with 22,507. About 750 more than Everdell, and a gain of 23%. After popping into the top 10 for a week, down 5 to 14, Forest Shuffle by Kosh, published by Lookout Games, with 23,407. 900 exactly more than Earth, and a gain of 4%. So again, in this environment, that's almost like a loss. After two weeks at number 15, up 2 to 13, Spirit Island by R. Eric Royce, published by Greater Than Games, with 24,000, 
856, about 1,500 more than Forrest Shuffle, and a gain of 26%. Also up two positions, Terraforming Mars at number 12, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 24,932, just 76 more than Spirit Island, and a gain of 24%. This is another first week of the year theme. Older games have their best performance of the year. Repeating at number 11 for the second week, The White Castle by Sheila Santos and Israel Sendrero, published by Devere, with 25,773. About 800 more than terraforming Mars, and a gain of 25%. There are four new entries in the top 10 this week. Falling out are from 9 to 14, Forest Shuffle, from 2 to 17, El Grande, from 4 to 22, after two weeks in the top 10, Earthborn Rangers, and also after two weeks in the top 10, from number 1 to 23, The Veil of Eternity, marking the 77th time a number 1 has missed the top 10 altogether the following week, the last time just last week with Scara Bray, and it's the sixth time that's happened in the last eight weeks. Although I'll make a prediction, it won't happen next week. Number 10, Voidfall, by Nigel Buckle and David Turchi, published by Mind Clash Games, with 26,968, 1,200 more than the White Castle, a gain of 33% as it moves up two positions from last week. It's been off the top 10 for the last three weeks. It was number 8 four weeks ago, then went to 13 to 20. Last week back up to 12, now back up into the top 10. That mark is also 4,700 more than last week's number 10, and yet not quite the historic high for a number 10 that we saw down at the number 20 position. Number 9, Dune, Imperium. Uprising, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 27,160. About 200 more than Voidfall, a decline of 16%. This is our other of the two declines. And so it falls from number three back down to number nine, where it was two weeks ago. Number eight, Wingspan, by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 27,000. 185. 25 more than Uprising and a gain of 35%. It's also only 217 more than Voidfall. Last week it was number 13, a five-position climb as it re-enters the top 10 after 50 weeks away. The last time it was here was January 21st of last year, and it was part of a four-week run, actually, that Wingspan spent in the top ten. This is its 82nd appearance. Number seven, Hegemony, by Barnabas Timotio and Benhelis Bahir Takis, published by Hegemonic Project Games, with 27,372. 187 more than Wingspan, and a gain of 23%. On the low end, and yet it's not quite as tight up here. I mean, it's not quite as elevated up here in the top 10, so it's still a three-position game. As Hegemony notches its 10th week in the top 10, 
making it the 94th game to do so. So the gap between number 7, Hegemony, and number 10, Voidfall, uh, is only 404 views. Number 6, Dune, Imperium, by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 28,485, 1,100 more than Hegemony, and a gain of 27% as it picks up two more positions from last week. Number 5, Brass, Birmingham, by Matt Tolman, Martin Wallace, and Gavin Brown, published by Roxley Games, with 28,790. 305 more than Dune and a gain of 22%, as it also moves up two positions. In fact, both of these games were, they were 12 and 13 two weeks ago, 7 and 8 last week, 5 and 6 this week. They've been moving in lockstep. Number 5 is the highest position Brass has seen since March 11th, when it was also number 5. And the what's going on here with Brass is is interesting to me, because... You know, for years, Gloomhaven has just been hovering around in the top 10, in the top 20, surging back into the top 10. And I kind of always thought it was just because, well, Gloomhaven is this singular phenomenon. But over the last most of a year, since Brass has been number one and Gloomhaven has not, well, where's Gloomhaven now? Well, it's down at number 29. It did not see the same sort of boost here at the first week of the year, that it has been seeing the last several years. So, clearly, it's less about, it was less about Gloomhaven, not that it wasn't a singular game, because of course that's true that it was for several years, but its performance the last couple of years, it was more about it being the number one game, rather than it being the specific game that it is. Number four, Arc Nova by Matthias Vigge published by Capstone Games, with 38,116, more than 9,000 clear of brass, and a gain of 37%. That's on the high end of these week-to-week games gains. But uh, I couldn't quite see a reason why that might be the case. The thread in Arc Nova with the most uh, thumbs has something to do with some kind of app or tracker but I can't imagine that would have been the basis for an extra 3,000 views over what everybody else on the list has been getting. This is actually the seventh week that Arc Nova has been in either position four or five. It spent the last three weeks in number five, moved back up to four. Number three, Tiny Epic Game of Thrones by Scott Alms, published by Gameland Games, with 38,962, just about 850, more than Arc Nova, and more than triple what it had last week at number 32, a 29-position climb. This is the 15th game in the Tiny Epic line. It has, quote, a limited action dice mechanism to choose actions such as plot, whisper, event, march, and sail. Unquote. Number two, Far Away by Johannes Guppy and Corentin Lebrat, published by Pandasaurus Games with 40,156, about 1,200 more than Tiny Epic Game of Thrones. The Board Game Geek blurb for Far Away, this is a debut, 
says, quote, explore a mysterious land and fulfill quests on your way back, unquote. You do that by laying out cards in front of you and moving across the cards in one direction, coming back and scoring points on the way uh, as you move back across at the end of the game. It's a fantasy-themed card game. Number one, Heat, by Asger Harding Granarud and Daniel Skjold Pedersen, published by Days of Wonder with 40,875, just 719 more than far away, so not a slam-dunk number one, and yet good enough on a 49% gain, so well above the curve as far as gains this week, to move it up five positions from last week and notch its sixth week at number one. It becomes a 23rd game to spend six or more weeks at the top. The last time Heat was here was on October 7th, three months ago. This time, largely on details of the new expansion for the game that is coming up. This is also Heat's 60th week in the top 10, making it the 18th game to reach that threshold. For Saturday, January 6th, 2024.